This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. This is a Flash Film Media podcast. What's going on, guys? Today we got to talk about something that a lot of people are sleeping on right now. I came across an article that talks about the type of stock footage that is in heavy demand right now. So if you have a hard drive full of footage, it's kind of like you got a hard drive full of money. Right? You just don't know what to do with it, where to go with it, things like that. We're going to talk about that today. You ever watch those old shows where people find something in the attic and they take it in there to get appraised and, and evaluated and they find out it's worth a whole lot more than they thought? That's pretty much what the stock footage that's sitting on your hard drive is doing. Today, we're going to talk about that. So sit tight. We got to roll this first. You're listening to Content and Cash. A Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's going on, guys? If this is your first time on this channel, my name is Ty Turner. This channel is about the content. It's about the business. It's about the getting that bag. It's about understanding the business side of content creation. And again, I'm your host, Ty Turner, Black by Popular Demand. And here we like to talk about ways to use your camera, like I said, to grow your career, to pay your bills. Let's just be real. We just, we're here to pay some bills, right? Everybody got bills they got to pay. Everybody want to start a business. Everybody want to leave the job of doing crap they don't really like to do to live a life where you have financial freedom and the freedom to be you and be creative. And you can't, I don't want to hear about being creative and being this artsy photographer if you can't pay bills while doing it. I don't want to be a broke photographer. So, Let's talk about a few things. Today, I'm here to talk about stock footage, right? Because everybody do a ton of jobs and you create a lot of stock footage. You create a whole lot of stock footage that you're not thinking about. So I came across an article that speaks to what is in demand right now. What's going on, everybody? And, and maybe, you know, pulling some information from this article, you guys will see that you may be sitting on some footage that's worth money. Um you know, I'll post a link to the article at the end of the description, but you may realize that you're kind of, you're missing out on some things, right? Posting stock footage takes time. It takes two things. I'm going to be honest with you. It takes a little bit of your time, but um, it's residual income. So that 10 minutes it takes for you to upload, tag, title, and post that stock image will continue to make you money for as long as you live and maybe even make your kids money. MediaSmith LLC, they're looking out with the first super chat of the day. He said, uh, first post a super chat today. Where you at? Fun film tax. Okay, I like that. You got to call him out. I suppose to put his whistle name back there. I forgot about it. I've been spending a crazy week. Um, real, also, this is my only live of the week. I'm, I'm, I'll be out of here Thursday, so 
This is the only live of the week. So let's get it in. If you got those questions, let's get them ready. Uh, so again, so two things you need that 10 minutes it takes to upload the images and videos to the websites that will make you money. It's the only 10 minutes that will continue to make you money. Think about it. You go to work, you work for an hour, you get paid for that hour. That's it. But if you upload an image to a stock site and take all of 10 minutes, you continue to get paid for that 10 minutes for life. That's residual income. That's the type of work you want to focus on doing so that your money can compile. Your worth can compile. The money that you make can compile. You're not just getting paid for that one hour you put in two weeks ago, but that one hour you put in two weeks ago is adding to the hours that you're putting into now. And I don't just mean a check. I mean to, um, I mean, it's adding to the money that's coming. Number two is you want to make sure contract wise, you're good, right? That's why in my contracts, it states that I can use this, these images for stock video, stock photos, because if you're not, if you don't have that, Somebody can come after you and they could possibly sue you for the earnings or sue you to remove the stock footage because you didn't have permission because some of the stock footage that we're going to talk about today requires people to be in them, right? It requires people to be in them. And, you know, you want to make sure you have that covered, especially if you're hiring talent or you're shooting, you want to have that covered. My contract states that I can shoot behind the scenes video to be used on my YouTube channel. And I guess you can say for profit, Seeing as that my YouTube channel is monetized, so it's it, a, a client can't come back to me and say, "Well, I didn't, I didn't agree to be on your YouTube channel." Yeah, you did. It was in the contract. Now I can be nice and maybe pull some stuff or blur some faces out or something like that if asked, but I don't have to, right? I don't have to. So to, let's 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 talk about, um, you know, some of your outtakes. Some of your people talking and then laughing, a lot of that stuff can be used. But let's talk about um, some of the stock footage that's big because the, 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 the article that I came across literally throw out some statistics on what people are looking for. All right. And that's what we're going to talk about today, what people are looking for, because I guarantee you probably have it. Right. And it's a lot of it can be a lot of leftover leftover footage. Um, so according to companies like Story Storyblocks, LGBT search results is up 782%. LGBT, right? So if you filmed anybody that is a part of this movement, they got flags that 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 is openly saying, hey, this is me, this is where it's at, I'm proud, let's do it. That's stock footage that would have been selling. And that's something you don't think about. Like, who's searching for that? Or I, I didn't even know I can put that out. Or it's just something you don't think about when you're filming. But you may have went... To, to, to a pride festival or a pride parade or something and you may have walked around with your camera and just, you know, captured something, just know that if you had anything with the pride flag or anything related to it, search results have been up 700%. That's a whole lot of video clip sales and picture sales and stock image sales on something that may have just, you may have been thinking about apples and cars and um, you know, you just don't think about that. Right. However, the demand for it is definitely there. Today's uh, live is brought to you by uh, some really good coffee and a really bad 24 to what is this? 28 to 135 Canon coffee mug It's probably like my fifth one. All my clients and family get me these for Christmas. I get like 40s for Christmas. They're always like, I got this great idea. I got this great gift for you. And I'm like, let me guess. 
I only get mad when they bring me like um, Nikon's and stuff. I love a Sony one. All right. So LGBT was up 782%. Um, It's pretty much eight times what it was a year ago, right? It also, there's also a 27% increase in the word diverse um, and 21% increase for women. So people are big. What do we shoot in corporate America? People. So if you have footage of people walking, talking, maybe usually not talking heads, um, like talking to the camera, but if they're walking with somebody talking and maybe showing them something in the hallway, those are big for stock footage sites. Those are really big for stock footage sites. Those are things that I know if you do a shoot, you have. Somebody said a Sony cup overheats. (laughs) That's a good one. Okay. This one probably do too. This is the new R5 cup. So it'll keep your coffee really hot. For eight minutes. All right. So diversity, diversity is something that companies want. Listen, I'm just going to be real with you. Right? I'm just going to be 100 with you. A lot of these companies don't have the diversity that they that they want to have. However, they want to display diversity. They're going to stock footage sites. As shady and halfway wrong as that sounds, it's real. When that executive walk into the, the main office and he look around and it's one color, with a with a little speckle here of this color and that color, they don't want to promote that. They need stock footage to show that it's really colorful. And until they get it colorful, I'm not saying that they don't want to get it colorful. I'm saying until they get it colorful, they're using stock footage, right? They're using stock footage. So often we have clients who want diversity, who bring in diversity talent. I'm just I'm just gonna shoot it straight with you. And I, I'll even challenge him on that. Like, yo, so you're going to hire people or y'all going to look like y'all hiring people? Well, we're working on it and blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'll, I'll be shooting for y'all in a year. We're going to see. So, and that's just really what it is. Companies want diversity. So video of diversity, it's big right now. If you ever shot a video and it was, you know, it was a mixed group. It was an interracial couple. It was um, people of color just mixed together. It was a it was a good cohesive unit of all shades. I'm not saying it needs to be one or the other, but you know, showing people together. Those stock those those images or video for stock purposes are worth more. I'm just you know I just want to be 100 with you. I don't want to I don't want to BS. Question regarding stock footage. I've got a tons and tons of footage of cars. How would that work in terms of legality? Uh, would I just need to admit the brand or logo? Nope. You may want to keep the brand or logo, right? Because the car companies aren't going to sue you for shooting a picture of the car. In fact, somebody may need a picture of a red Ford Taurus, and you may have a clip of a red Ford Taurus. If they want to use it for broadcast purposes, they'll blur it out, but you don't want to blur anything with stock footage. You want to allow them to, to have access to it the way it is. Car companies don't care because you're not – it's really hard to show um, car companies in, in a bad light for stock footage. Like you show a car crashed, you know, a car company can flip it and say, well, look at the safety of that. Look at the safety of that for Taurus. Or you may be using it in a drinking and driving commercial. And you need a, you need a shot of a crashed car on the side of the road. You know, it could be anything like that. So car companies won't come after you. If it's my personal, let's say my truck, right? My truck's hooked up. It's a one of one. You won't see another one like it. When you see it, you know it's tie, right? And if you got stock footage of my truck, then I can come after you because that's my truck. But if you got like basic 
you know, Ford F-150 or Ford F-150 in the mud or something like that, I think you should be fine. I think you should be fine. Creative Reflections, you like that eight minutes. I was trying to figure in the eight. So I'm going to talk about a few places where we can go to upload stock footage. We're going to talk about a few of them. Black Box is right now one of the hardest ones to get into, but it's the best because they'll upload your stuff everywhere, but it's hard to get into it. So I'm going to give you a few places we can go. Number two, the number two things people people are looking for um, is they're looking for real, authentic situations, right? You don't want a guy just in front of, you know, a white background smiling with a cup of coffee. They don't care about that no more. They want people in their kitchens. They want people walking their dogs. They want kids at a playground. They want real, authentic situations, right? So real, authentic situations uh, is very, very important. Um, so you want to make sure that you capture that. You want to make sure that, um, you know, you're paying attention to that because you, they don't want boring one size fit all green background. They don't want that no more. So let's get that out of your head. Cause the problem is a lot of people are sitting at home. They're sitting down around and they're creating, um, they're just creating tons of stock footage, right? They're just creating tons of stock footage. As far as license plates, license plates, license plates, I would either remove them from the car if you can. License plates aren't as big of a deal as most think, right? It's kind of like you ever go on Facebook and people post uh, stuff like, uh, I don't own the rights to this music when they go live or something, and it don't even matter. Like, that doesn't help you. License plates are the same thing. Where can you go to, uh, honestly, where could you go to search for a license plate and get the information? If you're not a cop, it's hard to do. People just block it because it makes them feel comfortable, but it's extremely hard to do. Um, if you got a website, shoot it to me. But uh, there's, no, there's, not, there's no place you can go to get that information. It's just something we do to feel comfortable. And it's not, it's not a legitimate scare. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's just not a legitimate scare. Um, so something to think about. Let me make sure I uh, make sure I get the next thing ready. You want to you want to definitely. I wouldn't worry about license plates. Because think about it. When was the last time somebody pulled you up on a license? Like license plates are something that if you if you if I gave you a license plate number, where are you gonna go to get the information? If you're not a cop, even when when cops look it up. The system is notified. Like, why are you looking up this license plate? Are you have you pulled this person over? Like, what's the reason? Like, they're attached to it. So if something happened, let's say somebody stalk you, something happened, um, you they're attached to it. They're attached to it. So it's something you really don't want to. Uh, I don't know if I really. It's, it's a touchy, touchy subject. It's a touchy, touchy subject. So just something to think about. Let me make sure I pull this up next. So, wait, see Google. Do. Yeah, people see Google doing it. Um, somebody said $100, you can make it happen. I'm sure I can give a police officer $100 and he can look it up. I'm sure, I'm sure, but I can, I can give you, I know a website right now where you can give me your cell phone number and I can pull up your address and your last 10 addresses and your mama's address easily. Like, well, like without a doubt, I can do it all day, all day and night. So, and I can get, I can, you, you're more willing to give me your cell phone number 
than your than your license plate number. So if you got a car for sale and your cell phone number is there, I can pull up the address to where the car is and just show it on my little tow truck. And then got him. Snatchies. So I'm not I'm not too worried about license plates. Can you sell sport stock footage from games you film? Um, does the shots have does the shots have to not show players faces or any team sponsors logos what's the restrictions okay stock footage you don't want to sell no major league stock footage you don't want you don't want them problems bro because they got the money to come after you they're bored they'll come get you right they'll come get a piece of your two two dollars and 17 cent you making per per sale they'll want a dollar 80 of it so that you can't do but they post the guidelines when you enter their facilities their stadiums you can't do it if it's little league yeah you can do it definitely if a company like i would be careful showing up to your kids game getting shots of kids running and playing kickball because you don't have authority to be there right you don't have a waiver or anything now if you got from the neck down and they're kicking and playing or you got like footwork at a soccer game you'd be fine you'd be fine you got baseball maybe you got um the back of the pitcher or something like that you probably get away with that High school, typically you'd be fine with high school. You want to be careful of faces, though, because you don't, they didn't sign a waiver. They didn't agree to be filmed, right? If, a, if the high school hire you to go film, then yeah, the high school will make sure they're, it's the high school's responsibility. But if you just show up to your kid's game, plus, we're going to talk about the next thing, which is the third thing. The, no, when we get to number five, number. Yeah, we talk about the next thing. Number four is where that's going to be a problem, right? That's number four is where that's going to be a problem. Let's talk about the third thing they're looking for. And this is so easy; you can go in your back back backyard and do it. People want time lapses, right? They want time lapses, a lot of time lapses of city streets, of stars. Don't know why, but star time lapses are big because they show time, maybe overnight, something like that. People want time lapses of stars. It's just a big thing. Um, it was like the idea of like space, the actual space out in space um, was up one hundred and thirty six percent compared to last year. So any time lapses of sky and and nighttime stars do big they, they sell big time lapses are, are just great for showing time so we're gonna pause for our sponsor you're listening to content and cash another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Flash Film Academy podcast. Okay, so we, we covered the top three. Let's go over the top three really, really quick. Diversity. Diversity is in demand, up 700%. That's LGBT. That's people of color. That's people of color with people of non-color, however you want to do it. Diversity. People want diversity. It's number one. Number two, authentic situations, houses, kitchens, playgrounds, parks, ski resorts, everywhere, authentic situations. So don't be creeper cam. Don't be that guy. But get authentic situations like state fairs and parks. And that's what you want to do. Now, those are hard to get released and cleared and all of that. Unless you don't show faces. And if you next time you look at the news, next time you look at the news and they show a busy situation, watch the focus is off a little bit. Watch the focus never focuses on a face, right? They'll show like something close and then you'll see a ton of people walk by, but you never see their face. They do that on purpose. It's the, the focus is not accurate on purpose. You can do something like that where you show people busyness, but the focus is not there, right? That, pay attention to that. Next time you watch the news and they say, oh, 50,000 people love talking on their phone and they'll show either a waist level shot of neck down and people walking across the crosswalk and people on their phone and all you see is the hand and the phone and this, that and the other. You'll see that, but you'll never see faces because they have unique ways of not showing the face. They have unique ways of focusing on something else. And then the people in the background are blurred or it's from the neck down. They do it on purpose. Those camera guys are notorious for it. Because the last thing they want to do is chase you down with some paper just because you walk by. So focus on that as you create it, as you create it. Um, like it says, authentic situations. Diversity is in demand. Authentic situations is number two. Number three is stars and time lapses. Stars and time lapses. That's what people want. Number four is make it cinematic. People want cinematic. I can't even say it. Cinematic footage. Cinematic. That's like automatic. People want cinematic footage, right? If you look at companies like ArtGrid, which is artless, but the video side, everything they produce is well-lit and cinematic. Everything they produce. So if you're shooting something cinematic for a corporate client or you're shooting a music video or you're shooting a, a passion project and your lighting get well and it looks cinematic, it will sell. That's what they want. They want cinematic footage. In fact, the just the word cinematic... Um, was up 315%. People don't want regular, regular uh, footage. That was your jam. It's automatic back in the day. You're showing your age, bro. That was my junk too. Um, and number five, let's talk about the number five thing. Um, people want slow motion. People want slow motion. Slow motion is up 23% and probably growing year over year. People want high frame rates. Right, so 60 frames a second, 120 frames a second, people want it. Um, a lot of people want color correction because a lot of people can't, uh, they don't know how to color correct. So they want color correction. They want it, they want color correction. I have, I've seen very little footage that was in log. And I, and you would think that somebody, I, I usually would rather have a log image so that I can grade it to what I'm shooting, but they want color correction. They want color correction done in post. So those are the five things people are looking for. I'm sure if you've done corporate shots, music videos, talking heads, whatever, you have those. You have those. Let's go over the list real quick. One, diversity. Two, 
authentic situations. Three, stars and time lapse. Four, make it cinematic. And five, slow it down. Slow down. Right? Go real slow with it. Um, That's things you need to know. Let me see something real quick. And I'll give you guys a chance to get your to get your questions. If I shoot a promo video for an authentic trainer, can I turn around and use the clips for stock footage for fitness? If so, the fact is our contract states I own the rights to the footage. Yes. If if you got a contract through me, yes, it states that. If you got it, if you're using something else, I can't, I don't know what your contract says. My contract states that I have the right to use this for stock footage. So I don't, I don't, I don't know um, if you're using some other contract, I can't speak to that because a lot of companies don't include that in their contract. Because again, you, you know, my whole spill on other people's contracts, they, they, they just created it just to get you to come to their website and sell you ads and, and have you, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about places to sell stock footage, right? Let's talk about places to sell stock footage. I'm gonna give you, um, what contract is that? I gave, so it's in a video production contract. Video production contract states that we can continue video production and commercial photography states that we can continue to use. We can use the footage for whatever purposes we choose to after that. MediaSmith, get the contract pack. It will save you funds. Correct. I've had about four people. I love when I, I'm going to start, I'm going to start sharing more because I love when I get those stories about people who were like, yo, they tried to run amok on me. They tried to get me, but I had a contract and they signed it. I love those stories. I got a ton of people submitted um, things and I plan on sharing it. I just didn't want to attach it to anything. So I got a lot of videos from people who are talking about how, um, you know, how things, certain things from the site has helped them with their business. Ties, where's fun film clock? Uh, it's just out of focus. It's right behind my head a little bit. We got to get that up there. I did promise them. We're going to do it. All right. So let's talk about um, great. Let's talk about great places to post your your stuff, right? Um, let's talk about top sites to post your items, because then I want to talk about uh, earnings a little bit. The number one place to post your site and get top dollar is going to be Shutterstock. Shutterstock giving you like forty percent. So. Media Smith said, I got I to gotta, uh, share a story of a friend that got in a bad situation because they didn't have a contract. You, listen, I you should not be, don't do business with your family without a contract. Don't do business, period, without a contract. Stop doing handshake deals, right? Stop doing handshake deals. Trust me. Trust me. Stop doing handshake deals. Because if you take a picture for a friend, let's say you take a picture for your for a friend, right? Your friend's a rapper. They're like, man, take a picture, right? Let's just say you're on the shoot shooting for somebody else and your friend's there and your friend just do this and you just turn and snap. Pop. All right, bro, you can have that. And you go back to shooting what you're shooting. And your friend take that image and they put it on the cover of their album. And their album sells a hundred thousand copies. They didn't pay you a dollar for that picture. You're not entitled to nothing. Period. You're not entitled to nothing. Meanwhile, they've made 2.7 million dollars off that image 
in hopes that that's my boy. They're going to look out for you. They come and give you $500. And man, appreciate it. You go Gucci belt. <laughs> Get out of my face. What you going to do? Nothing. You can't do nothing. You're jacked. Same thing can happen for a product that sells like crazy. Same thing can happen for, you know, anything. I seen a guy take a picture of a tornado that the tornado, I don't know if you remember back in the day, it was a tornado that hit downtown Atlanta and hit the CNN building. It was a blurry, bad image. He sold it to Time magazine for a million dollars just to be on the cover of their magazine for a million dollars. So something to think about. He said, uh, that, that's kind of what happened. He said, uh, he had a friend that, that did a photo shoot for a friend that owns a CBD shop. Things started out well, but didn't end that way. Yes, the the, mar- the contract pack includes marketing as well. Yeah, you got to be careful. Listen, you, you, you of all people, you, whoever watching this, you, 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 you have to understand the value of your content, right? Because if you don't understand it, you'll give it away for free. Your content should pay you more than once. I'm going to say that again. Your content should pay you more than once. If you're shooting the image for somebody that's using it for marketing purposes and you're not making money off of it over and over again, you're not doing this right. Right? You're not doing it right. That's why you can license an image. You can sell an image. But that image should pay you and it should pay you well. The reason a lot of people struggle is because they don't understand the value of content. They don't understand the equity of content. And you've been you've been you've been in this idea of thinking that pictures are just pictures. It's nothing. It's easy to make, right? It's just whatever. Pictures are just pictures. You don't the, the photographer doesn't create the art, the camera does it. That's why people ask you, what kind of camera you got? I'm getting it ain't about my damn camera, it's about me. You don't understand the value of the content you create. And if you don't understand it, people will take advantage of you, right? Let me talk about like singers, right? Who don't understand the value of their voice, their art, get taken advantage of. They get signed these, you know, million dollar deals. And then the company charged them for all everything, the tour buses and everything. And they're broke. Meanwhile, the company's made $22.5 million off a song they did and still bringing in $8.2 million a year. And that, and that artist is broke. That's why they're touring nonstop at bars and restaurants, singing in the corner, trying to make money to, to live. And the record label still taking a piece of that because that artist didn't understand the value of their art, their content, which is their music, right? Music is a great, is a great um, example of content that people create and they don't understand the value of it. And they sell it for way cheaper than what, it's, what it is. All the record labels doing is saying, hey, I see more value in you than you see in yourself. And I know I can get the most out of you. So, yeah, I'll give you a million dollars up front because I'm going to make 20. The business model is to make 10 to 20 off what you pay somebody. If you could have got half that, you would be set for life. An artist that signed their life away to make 500,000 could have been sitting on 10 million relaxing somewhere. So something to think about. Just um driven film says just in case ty doesn't mention it when i worked in advertising we bought from dissolve i stock pond five story and heart film supply yes i'm actually gonna get into a list go look it out on the super super chat 
DJ, we appreciate you. So the top five sites is Dreamtime, Honey, uh, VideoHive.net, um, Almany.com, which I've never heard of, A-L-M-A, wait, yeah, A-L-A-M-Y.com, VideoBlocks, Pond5. Those are your top, those are your top sites. I, however, look at Adobe. They're new. They're up and coming. Look at Adobe. They're 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 doing their thing, right? They're doing their thing. Um, there's certain websites that's you know Shutterstock, um, iStock slash Getty. Getty is huge. If you do a lot of news and things like that, there those are companies that you're gonna get out there a little more. Any of the Pond Fives, um, you want to get you want to you want to. Go out there and enjoy those. I'm going to tell you another trick, right? Go look at Google Trends. Search for stock photography. Look at what's popping. Go create it or go pull it. If you want to sell fast, if you want to just throw something at the wall and see what sticks, look at Google Trends. Google Trends will tell you what's selling. Then create it or find stock that you have and get that out first so that you can make more money. I have friends that are doing $10,000 a month in stock photography. When their business went down because of the virus, they were like, cool, we're going on vacation. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Real quick, let me get with a few of these questions. (laughs) Buying it now, hope the code up. There go the code right there. Heads up, Shutterstock payout has changed. You only get 40% payout if you reach level six. Every January, you get dropped a tier, 15%. If you're at 40%, you're good until January 1st. So, yeah, they got different ways of doing it. That is absolutely correct. The goal is to get, listen, they reward people who sell a lot. To sell a lot, you got to upload a lot. That's what they need. They need a lot of content. That's That's what they want. It's kind of like YouTube. If you post one good video a year, doesn't matter, right? You're better off posting a trash video every every uh, every week than one good video a year. So, something to think about. Dissolve and film supply are my favorite. Driven film says. Being someone who has who, who who had to buy a lot of stock, he liked dissolve and film supply. Ten k a month is that the only thing you're shooting? Do you shoot photos and sell sell the stock? So, so the people I know who are doing ten k a month, now mind you, they've been uploading stock footage for about ten years. So stock footage and photos for about ten years. They make close to eleven. Actually, it was like ten ten thousand eight hundred something. This is just in stock footage and photos. That's that's in, in addition to what they do with their business, to them going out capturing and working for clients. This is a whole different thing. So you got to think about it like this, right? Um, don't worry, don't worry, Mitty. I got you. I'll take care of you in a, in a few seconds. I got you back. We'll, we'll get we'll get that to you. Um, one thing you got to think about, right? And a, a lot of people aren't thinking about this right now. Your content is equity, right? That equity 
pays you, pays you better than the stock market, right? If you're deciding between should I invest in stock or should I go shoot more stock footage, go shoot more stock footage, go shoot more stock footage. This is the first generation that's really able to take advantage of this, right? We don't think about the fact that, hey, if I have a portfolio that generates $10,000 a month, I can leave this to my kids. This is valuable for a long time. We don't think about that when it comes to content and media when we should. Right. This let's say this YouTube channel with, with all these gems, you know, if it's valuable long after I'm gone, it will continue to generate money for my family. We're the first generation to do this. Right. If, if one of the top YouTubers, PewDiePie or whoever, if he, if he, God forbid, something happened to him tomorrow, his channel is still going to generate revenue. For a long time. Where does that go? You can pass it to your kids. It's equity. It's like property. Right? But you don't got to sell it to, to, to get the money out of it. You don't got to take a loan off of it to get the money off of it. So, you know, I'm not crazy about... Real Max says there's a company, Blocks, that he's not crazy about. I'm not crazy about getting stock footage from him as well. So, um, you know, it's something you got to think about. This is this is where the first generation to experience this. We're not the last generation to experience this. Stock footage is not going nowhere. Not as long as everybody can't work a video camera or a, or a photography camera or don't have access to stuff. If I needed some mountains, I'm in Texas. I'm not going to drive eight hours to get a picture of a mountain when I can go to Google and pull it. Why would I do that? Why would I go? Why would I go pay for a helicopter to get a shot of a, of a helicopter? So. You know, something to think about. Um, another thing to think about is the Alexa rankings. Watch it say something. Nope. Okay. As to where stock photo sites appear online. Right now, Adobe's leading it. Adobe's spending a lot of money to be up front and get some of this, right? Adobe's saying, hey, I can't charge you guys $3,000 for Photoshop no more. I got to find a way to make money. And this is a way to make money. And I can allow you to go straight from Photoshop or Lightroom to Adobe real quick. Great question by black magic media production says, can you upload the same image to multiple sites? Yes. And no, some sites want exclusives. Most sites want exclusives. So depends on what site you're on. You got to redefine fine print, the terms and conditions, because a lot of sites only want exclusive content, right? Um, which is, yeah, you know, I, I get it. I get it. But if I'm going to do exclusives, I'm going to do exclusives on the sites that get the most traffic so I can sell more. That offers the highest commission. Adobe right now, as of today, is number one. Shutterstock, number two. Deposit Photos, number three. One, two, three, RF, number four. iStock.com um, or iStockPhoto.com, number five. Getty, number six. Dreamtime, seven. Video Hive, eight. Omni, nine. Video Blocks, ten. Pine, five, eleven. So I agree. Resolve is killing Premiere. I like Shutterstock. Adobe is definitely the way to go, right? It's just a big name. Those, and if you're doing, let's say, listen, with all the protests, and I tell you all the time, listen, when the protests were going on, you should have been there with a camera. Get you a bright construction vest, maybe a hat that says press, and go there with your camera and capture it. Because those are images that are valuable. Valuable, Right? When you think about, think, think about, you think, think, think about it like this. 
a lot of people talk about every year, Black History Month, people talk about Martin Luther King, the March on Washington. Those images they're using, if they're using them for professional use, they're paying for them, right? They're paying for those images that were taken back in 1960, whatever. Whoever took those images are dead and gone probably. Their grandkid is getting a check in his mailbox every whenever somebody talk about Martin Luther every time for those images. Now it may not be a million dollars, but I guarantee you that two three hundred that's coming out of the blue surely makes life a little bit easier, right? You have to think about your business like that. There's other ways to make it in this industry with this camera than direct to you know B two B or consumer. There's other ways to make money. Does each person need to sign a release? Typically, yes, if they're directly on camera, if they are the subject. However, there's ways around it. If a company hired me to shoot video and the company's job is to notify everybody, which it states in my contract, that, hey, by signing this contract, you give us the right to reuse this footage. And you are aware of it. You're, whoever's in it is aware of it. Whoever's on your property at the time, they're aware of it. Right. Yes. If you have a direct subject, they need to sign a model release. So two ways to cover your butt. Then you can get what's called a property release. If you want to go shoot a building, you want to sell images of that building. If there's an issue, you want to do a property release. So there's different things, different strokes for different folks. Storybooks charges 40 bucks to get stock footage from them. Is that the standard monthly or kind of overpriced? That's about standard. Um, yes and no. You can do art grid. I got a list for art grid that does like $200 a year. Art grid has better um, footage than Storyblocks, in my opinion. Um, and you get 10% off. There's a link in the description. Or if you click on my uh, gear and services, you'll see it. I, I had Storybooks for two years and... I, I haven't had it for a year, so I hope that they up, upgraded and added more. But I just, if you if you look at the two, just go look at the two. Go search for something on both sites. I won't have to tell you nothing. You'll be like, let's go. Speaking of contract, are you going to bundle um, the real estate contracts? I, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Right now, we have both the um, the contract pack. And we have the new podcast contract pack. So if you're in podcast, there you go. Let me get that on the screen so people can know what I'm talking about. So that's the that's the podcast contract pack, um, which is pretty dope if you're doing podcasts. And that's the con- regular contract pack. So, um, so you know, if you the good thing about it is if you do photography and video. You're going to make a ton of money if you're consistent with it. Right now, you got downtime. You're in quarantine. You're bored. Go go take a picture of some stuff. Go take a picture of some stuff, right? I, I'm going to give you a challenge. Go to your garage. Pull out all these old Christmas ornaments. Take some pictures of Christmas ornaments. Use shallow depth of field. Make a blurry background with, with the Christmas star. Use, you know, get creative with ways people can use those images, a lot of letterheads want a blurry Christmas snow and it's things that you can do. And, and and the reason I tell you to go after holidays is because holiday checks roll around every year. Right. Mariah Carey don't got to sell another album because every Christmas they're playing that Mariah Carey album. 
The Temptations still getting money off their Christmas album. Jackson 5 still getting money off their Christmas album. That's why artists do Christmas albums. It ain't that they care about Christmas. Is that they know every Christmas that that album is going to sell. It's going to stream. It's going to generate money. And it's nice having a good check in January where everybody's struggling. So something to think about. I've used Storyblocks for a while, canceled it, and went back to um, to month recently. I've looked at ArtGrid. Definitely see the difference in quality. ArtGrid appears to have more quality. ArtGrid is so selective on who they allow. They're not even funny. It's not even funny. So kind of off topic, how does your video pricing model differ from your photography pricing model? My photography pricing model, um, it depends what I'm doing. See, I do a lot of mostly event. So it's very similar to my video because it's time based, right? I'm usually doing events um, or I do headshots, which are flat rate. I don't do, I personally don't do a lot of product photography. I will if I have a client that needs more like i'll give you an example we did product photography for toyota um because we did an event for scion at the time and they asked us hey what else do you do we do this that and the other and then we did more so i have it in my in my um portfolio but i don't it's not my niche that i go after it's not my niche that i go after so question is do these sites prefer 4k i'm shooting in 1080p these sites prefer the highest quality you can provide Minimum 1080p. Minimum 1080p. So the highest quality you can provide. I'm starting to see. I'm starting to see footage in 5K. If you got the Blackmagic 12K, and you offer 12K footage to a stock site, and and it's available for people to download, they're gonna lose their mind because that's perfect because they can chop in and do whatever whatever they want. R.I.P. Scion, gone but never forgotten. You're definitely right. It was crazy because we did an event for them and they were announcing three new cars literally at that event where it came down that they're action side on. And I was at an event with all of their top sales reps and literally like, cause I was behind the scenes, you know, rubbing shoulders with executives and all of this. And it was like, I literally seen the guy like on the phone, like, like he was like that, like, and he was you know, telling to the other executives and he was like, the vote is in Scion is they're not moving forward with Scion real quick. Fun fact. The reason Toyota even created Scion is because they thought millennials didn't think Toyotas would be cool. They didn't want to drive the same car as their dad. So they made a younger version called Scion. Now, you know, and no one's half the battle. If you're screaming GI Joe over there, you're my dog. So that's a little off topic. Um, I, I, I like to focus and I'm not listen. You can be everywhere or you can focus on just having a dope portfolio on, on one good site. That's what I would do, honestly, because different websites have different uh, requirements and it's a pain to try to learn all these different requirements. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, I, I would stick with it. I would stick with either Shutterstock and Adobe, mostly Adobe. I don't Adobe got the money, the brand power, the name, to be everywhere. Plus, while you're in Lightroom, you know, they're starting to integrate it where if you need a stock photo, you can just search right in the app and pull up stuff and pay for it. So I think that's the future. I think that's what they have that's unique over other places. The more you know, yep, there you go, Media Smith. You know what's up. My guy. So that's where you want to be. That's 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 you want that's how you want to continue to make money. Right? So 
You need to put it in your workflow. Hey, every Thursday night, I look at footage that we, uh, I love it when a plan comes together. That's the A-team. That's uh, not Murdoch, but uh, gosh, I can't think of his name with the cigar. You're right. Silver Paul. I like you. That's what I'm talking about. I need a cigar for that. Um, you need to, in your week, you need to map out time where you're going to look through the weeks, a week worth of footage, and you're going to edit it, upload it, categorize it, or however you want to do it in that whatever right order, and get it out there, right? And just let it, just set it and forget it, right? Set it and forget it. Adobe Stock treats creators better. I agree. Hannibal. Yes, that's who it is. Hannibal. Good looking out. Hannibal from the A-Team. I love it when a plan comes together. He got the cigar with the... I used to couldn't wait for my hair to turn like gray or like white like that so I can just keep a cigar in my mouth and wear like black leather gloves. I watch too much A-Team. I'm an 80s guy. I got every episode. So, yeah. People thought my favorite A-Team member was B.A. It wasn't. It was uh, Murdoch. He was crazy. I like him. Plus, he could fly everything. I didn't like the fact that B.A. didn't want to get in airplanes. I'm like, bro, you too big for that, man. Get in the airplane. And they would drug him to get him on an airplane, and he would never like just beat somebody. He almost beat them up, but he would he would fall for it like like uh he would fall for it every time. Like, hey, how do we get in Switzerland? We caught the bus, ba. Like, oh okay. Like what? They drugged you, bro. I was I was in the back of the truck and I was just fell asleep, and now we're in Australia. How do we get over? Anyway, I'm sorry. That's my tangent. So, um. <laughs> Thought you were talking about Battlestar Galactica. Nope. Yeah, I ain't getting on no plane. Yeah, okay, bro. And then you just hit him with the, he's like, anyway, that's my rant for that. So make sure you take care of your stock footage. Um, make sure you you, you take some time to do it because you're, you're missing money. You're missing money. If you're hurting right now, if you wish you had another five, $600 in your pocket, you got it. It's on your hard drive. You just haven't. You just haven't invested it. You just haven't found a way to to make it profitable. And a lot of people are sitting on ideas and things that they just tweak a little bit, and their lifestyle would change a lot. But they just don't take the time to do it, right? They just don't. They don't take the time to do it. I got friends and family members that I've been pushing to um, take some time and and, and invest in media. So that they can continue to grow it and they just don't want to do it. People want to get on YouTube tomorrow, have a million subscribers, make $300,000 a month. And they want it to work like that. I got people, I've, I've uploaded 14 videos and I got no subscribers. Bro, I uploaded like 100 and got no subscribers. So, something to think about. Um, He said, so... Curly says New Balance used stock in their latest Liverpool commercial that I use in my CrossFit Instagram edits months ago, once before, months before. Why they copied me and why they use uh, free Google material like a guy on the ground. Hey, it's a lot of, they cutting corners. A lot of companies use stock footage. It's funny because you're going to go through a lot of stock footage sites and see stuff like, whoa, that's where they got this from. A lot, like music wise. I hear a lot of stock music. If you make beats, if you make music, if you are a producer, all this applies to you as well. So you should be uploading beats and music to all these audio sites, right? I used to make music for years. I had five or 600 tracks that I just sat on that I was using for whatever back in the day. And I go upload them to a 
um, stock music site, and boom, here's another two, three hundred dollars a month coming in that I forgot about. You just set it to an account, and boom, look at you, you you're rich. So, Donald, I'm working on it. The master course is coming. So it's just something to think about as you move forward as a way to make money. Your camera can make you money, right? If you've been if you've owned a camera for two years, it should have more than paid for itself. If you've been a photographer for two years. You should be your gear should be coming from your work unless you're just doing it as a hobby. Then it should come from your job. But if you're in business to do this, when something new drop, it shouldn't be an issue for you. Four thousand dollars for a camera. Let's go. Let me pre-order it. Let me you know, it shouldn't be an issue for you if you're doing the business side. Right. Set up stock photo. Have it go to an account and just make that your camera fund. You do it right. You'll be able to get two of whatever drops at least every other year. You don't got to get the new one every year. You may get to a point where you're like that, but every other year you should say, okay, what's the new, what's the new R6, R7, R8, R9? Cool. I'll take two. So you got to build that though. You got to start somewhere. It's going to start with pennies. And it's going to move its way up. You see, I make my money back in two months after buying a camera. You should, you should definitely get to a point where that's the case. Definitely. You should definitely get to a point where that's the case. And I'm just going to be honest with you. That's, that camera Cameras are so expensive because they know you're making money off of it. Right? Nobody would buy a red for $50,000 unless you're going to make that money off of it. And they do over and over again. Some movies make so much money that they have the, they have the ability to buy a $120,000 camera just to crash something into it to get the shot. Let that sink in for a minute. Let that sink in. They take your whole yearly salary and run it over with a car just to get a dope shot. And and I'll have three and four of them ready just just in case that one shot didn't come out well. Trash it. Go get another red helium out the truck, buddy. Go ahead and throw that center, center glass on it. Let's go. And sit it right under the truck. Set the truck on fire. Roll the truck and action. I didn't like it. Uh, it's just uh, the flames were not enough, buddy. I didn't get enough flames, so we got to get another one. Go grab me another red helium out of the truck. <laughs> you like what? The red helium? Pillow stickers off of it, buddy. Take the plastic off of it. Put it under the truck. Roll a roll a burning truck action, and it's just like crunch, crunch. You know, I just I felt like the truck, the, the look and feel of the truck wasn't mean enough. Bring, take the truck back. Give me another red helium. You like what? I've seen it. So they know that you're gonna. You know what did what did uh what did uh Chris Nolan and Michael Bay known for breaking cameras? Freddie Lee says yes. They call it crash cam. It's just a crash cam. They're not using. They're not going. They're not going to degrade their image and go down to a five D Mark three. You know to get a shot of a crash cam, they're going to use whatever they've been using. Right. And they, what did Avengers make a billion dollars? You think they care about a hundred thousand? No. So is there a way to enforce some sort of respect clause in your contracts? I used to work with a senior pick photographer at a company and parents would come in disrespectful from the start. Oh man, Eddie, I love this question right here. Man, I love this question. Okay. Let me tell you, if you got kids, cover their ears because it's about to get true. I am the king of telling somebody to kiss my ass. I am the king of it. 
because it's my business and you're not going to disrespect me. I will take your deposit and I will walk. I'm sorry, not your deposit. <laughs> your non-refundable retainer because in my contracts, it usually states that uh, you can't be popping off at me. I'm not the one. So I will smile and pack my stuff up and leave. So that's what's great about being the boss. They'd be like, I don't, I don't let me, let me, let me speak to the manager. I'd be like, hold up. I'm the manager. What's up? <laughs> Wait a minute. You like, let me speak to the owner. Let me get him. Oh, snap. Let's go. Hey, I'm the owner. What's up? And it's, bro, it's, it's the best feeling in the world. That's, it's the best feeling in the world. Cause I'm not going to have it. Right. I had a client try to pop off on me. Well, we had to fix this and this and fix it. And I'm just, I'm like, listen, man, let me, let me, let me tell you what's going to happen. Cause you, uh, you're tripping. You, you're having me jump through hoops because you can't make decisions, right? Because you can't make decisions. You're having me jump through hoops. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to give you 15 days to approve this. If you don't approve it, I'm deleting it. And we're going to hold on to your retainer and you'll have a nice day. So either you can approve it and take the time to look at it instead of taking six weeks between when I send it and when you look at it. Cause we, you know, I set up parameters. You got 72 hours to do it. After that, you lost the revision. I don't have time to keep this project up on my computer and 48 terabytes of you messing up lines for six years. I don't got time for that. Right. I got a business to run. The less labor I put into it, the more profit I make. So because you don't have time to go look at your own stuff, I don't have time to sit on it forever. So let's just be real. Let's set a time at which we're going to send it to you and you're going to view it and tell me what needs to be changed. Right. Period. I do that with companies, especially because they have groups of people who are making decisions. And often the boss is not involved and you got a bunch of people guessing what's going to piss the boss off. Oh, the boss ain't going to. Oh, maybe we should. The font needs to be the, the boss really likes red. Not that color red, but the, the red over with the color. No, get the boss in here because I'm only giving you all three revisions. And after that, I'm attaching money to it because you'd be surprised how much people don't want to make changes when it costs them money. You'd be surprised that people we need to change the color in my shirt. I'd be like, sure. $1,500. Oh, no, that color's fine. I bet it is. We need to go and add. It's a Coke, it's a Coke can in the background, and I didn't notice it. We need to move it out with some CGI. I'm like, you know what? That's a great idea. $2,000. That Coke can isn't bothering nobody. Leave the Coke can in. I'm, I like Coke. I bet you do. When you start attaching a price to it, people stop doing all that dumb stuff. But... The contracts mostly in like the contracts about respect are mostly usually in the wedding side of things because that's where you get a lot of lot of disrespect. If you got the contract pack, there's a clause that talks like the uncle clause. There's a safety clause in the in the wedding contracts that can be pulled and attached to um, corporate video or any other one because I you get a lot of people like that. I don't get a lot in corporate because they're spending big money. I can pack up and leave if I feel unsafe. Right. That falls under being unsafe. If I feel unsafe, if I feel threatened, I got to pack my gear up. I got to take my toys and I got to go home. So something to think about. Remember when uh, Roger Deskin asked Ari to make him a smaller camera? He probably was tearing it up. Um, Black Magic 12K resolution is not your friend. 
You can't make narrative ideas a good resolution. You can even post in 12.8K, even 6K. 12K is going to be for special effects. 12K is it's going eight, as 8K become the norm, they just got ahead of it in 12K, right? When shooting with 4K, people realize, hey, I like to crop in. That's something we never thought about until we got 4K and the standard is still 1080p. I like to crop in. It gives me three shots in one. I like that. Cool. 12K gives you that for 8K. That's it. Nobody's never going to upload or provide anything in 12K unless you're doing IMAX. Nobody's never going, you're never going to deliver a 12K image to nobody. It's only to give you more data to play with, period. So it makes sense in that way. If you're shooting special effects, green chroma, chroma key, green screen, you need that 12K. Raw? Go on, give it to me. Go on, put it on my plate. Because I'm going to make magic out of it. By the time it get to you in 1080p, your mind's going to be blown. So, something to think about. He said, I love the response. And now this is the only YouTube video to ever make me clap. <laughs> I'm just being real with you. I, that's what I love about being the boss. Right? You don't have to take that. You don't have to take that. I'm not taking it. You're going to respect me. Right. There's plenty of times and I'm just going to be I'm just listen, I'm just going to be real with you. My name is Ty. There's plenty of times I show up to a job and they don't expect a black guy. Right. I'll have um, people who work with me are of different races and colors and they'll go up to them like, Ty, thank you for being here. And they're like, that's the boss over there. That's the guy you want to talk to. And I'd be like, yeah, come on over here and shake this hand, buddy. And I, you know, then they see you and they're like, what up, chief? Don't fist bump me. Shake my damn hand. I'm a man. Shake my hand. He was going to shake his hand. You're going to shake my hand. I'm a man. I don't want that chief bro fist bump. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Chief. Nah. Nope. You're going to shake my hand. It's a respect thing. I demand it. But I'm not, you know, I don't want to walk in. I'm not, I'm not arrogant about it. I, I just demand the respect that everybody demands. You the same respect you give another man. You give it to me. Let's do business. Let's have fun. Let's knock this out. But I, disrespect is something I don't, I don't tolerate. Zero. And I will check you on it because the moment I, the moment, you know, the moment it doesn't happen, I'm out, and I'm out with your money. I'm out with your, uh, your your uh, not deposit, but with your retainer, just like with anybody. If you go to if you go in the emergency room and you're bleeding out of your chest and you start swinging at your your doctor, they're gonna leave. If you go get a lawyer and you know you you hire a lawyer and the lawyer is working for you and you get the suitcase and swing it at his head, he's like, "I'm out." Or you start degrading your lawyer, he's like, "I'm out." Why why would it be different for me? Why? So, you know, it's 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 just a respect thing. It's just you know it's just common courtesy. When it comes to hiring staff, I like Indeed. I pay them with SquarePay. SquarePay lets you pay contractors. So, you know, people think that you're just a button pusher with your camera. They just they think you're a button pusher. They think your camera does all the work, and that's it. That's why I offer a solution. When you go in and you start talking solutions, they respect you, and you don't have that problem. When you're a drug dealer, and like I said, what drug dealers do, they just give you one pill for everything. Back hurt, your eyes hurt, here goes some crack. Your neck hurt, you smell, you can't see out of one eye, here goes some crack. Doctors offer solutions. Hey, what's the problem? Let's look at what's going on, what's been happening, what, what have you been taking, what have you been doing? 
Okay, this is what I think you should do. That's how you should approach your clients in creating content. When you do that, they respect you. You respect your doctor, right? If you're if you say, "Oh, doc, I can't. My mouth is dry. My head hurt. I got a migraine," and they say it sounds like blah 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 blah, blah and you're like, "What? Yeah, that's what happens when you do this and eat that. Maybe you're allergic to this, and you're like, "Huh? I do eat a lot of that." Instantly, you get their respect. And you respect your doctor because they've offered a solution instead of saying, yeah, okay. Hey man, just take two of these. Call me back. We'll see how that work. You know what I'm saying? Like when you offer a solution, you're demanding respect because you know what you're talking about. If you show up and you're just a button pusher, Hey man, we're just going to film these pictures. There's no respect with that. There's no respect with that. So put on your lab coat when you go see your client, make them say, well, I didn't, I never thought about that. I never, th- that's what I love hitting them in the throat with that. I'm just like, yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, I never thought about that. Who is your target audience? Older people. We should do longer shots that are more colorful. Older, older audiences over the age of 55 tend to understand and they tend to tend to hold their attention more. Yeah, I never thought about that. Give them that Popeye biscuit and, and don't let them drink. They'll be, I never thought about that. That's what you want your client to say. The more times you say, I never thought about that, your price increased by like $500. The more times you can make people be like, dang, I never thought about that. My goal is to make you go back to your boss with a whole bunch of questions. Because he going to say, I don't got time. I don't know. Let the, let the expert figure it out. Cool. Now that I'm here, first thing we're going to throw out is this low ass budget because it's not going to cover everything you need to be successful. So let's get that out of here. Second, this idea to shoot it like this, It's not going to work because you're trying to train people, your target audience of people you're hiring and training is between the ages of 21 and 25. Their attention spans won't sit through a 10 minute voiceover video. We need to do a different. That's when you go in and you get them. That's when you become valuable and you don't disrespect value. You don't lean on. You don't see a Lamborghini and lean on it. Your boys don't sit their beer on your Lamborghini hood. They may do it on your hoopty, but on your Lamborghini or your Mercedes, they're not sitting a beer on it. You're not sitting on my car with your jeans and your buttons scratching my paint. It, with value comes respect. You have to offer value and you will be respected. Somebody said KFC biscuit is drier. I don't know. You only keep the retainer or do more or do you keep more of the payment? If you leave, I'm keeping the retainer. The retainer is going to be 50%. Yeah, the retainer is going to be 50%. I'm like a bad wife. I'm leaving with half. I'm out of here. <laughs> or a bad husband, depending on what side of the fence you're on. So. Freddie Lee says, I was hired to book a trailer after using the line. Let me offer you a solution. So thanks. Man, there is nothing. I, there's nothing I enjoy more than hearing people say, I watched the video and it made me money. I love that. So Freddie, much love to you, brother. I love I, I get a lot of that. And I, that makes my day. That makes me wake up in the morning when I'm asleep. And in my mind, I'm thinking I'm just thinking of a comment where somebody was like, I did what you said. I I uh I said the price and I didn't say nothing. I just looked at him. I gave him the black flash look because I know the first person to speak after the price is said lost. And I just waited and they waited and I waited. And then they said. It's a lot, but okay. And I closed it. I love that. 
Do you paperwork your uh do uh what do you say? Do I pay my workers before the shoot? Heck no. Why would I do that? No. I pay them after the shoot. Or weekly basis. You paid on Fridays. Now, if I got a worker that somebody's working with me a lot, and they're like, yo, I'm going through it. I'm, you know, I got this coming up, blah, blah, blah. I will. I'm I'm an understanding guy. But it's somebody I work with a lot. I got my people I love and trust. I work with them a lot. I, if I get, I, I enjoy people I work with. They're my, you know, we have fun. So there, there are times where that happens. Um, but I don't pay nobody before. Unless I've done 10 jobs with you. I know what I'm getting. So how can you find a solution with photography? Someone contacted me the other day and I didn't know how to provide the solution for their baby shower. Okay, let's talk about that, right? Let's talk about finding solutions for baby showers, right? Baby showers are a story. Why do you capture images for a baby shower? To tell the story. These images are for the baby. They're not for the people. They're not for who's there. They're actually for the baby. As the baby grow older, the baby wants to see the story about the baby shower. That's the true, that is your target audience. The baby. You may think it's friends and family. And if you, if you um, explain this the way I'm explaining it, then they'll understand. You may think the target audience is friends and family and people who couldn't make it. The most important person who will enjoy these images and keep them near and dear to their heart is the baby. To see mom and dad together, to see the gender reveal, to see things that were brought and people who showed up to care and love about somebody who hadn't even touched this earth yet. That's your target audience. My solution is to make sure your child can look back through these images and see and feel the love all over again. That's why you're going to choose me to do it. Nobody else is going to come to your baby shower thinking to capture it like that. I am. I am here. I am a moment capturer. I am here to capture memories, capture love. I am here to make sure we hold on to that forever. So that child can look back and say, guys, look at grandma, look at auntie. Cause it's going to be people that's not around years after that child get here and to see them in support of this child before this child is born is mind blowing. You, you just explaining it to you. Everybody watching currently like, dang, I wish I had pictures of my baby shower. It would have been dope to have pictures of my baby shower to see my grandma and what they bought and all this stuff. That's how you got to explain it. So something to think about. Ty, how did you learn about this? I would love to learn more um, outside of your videos. Man, I'm going to be honest with you. I learned from just bumps and bruises. I wish I can tell you there was a book or something. Every book that I read was trash money. I'm talking about trash money taking over there for the nine, nine and the 2000. It was bad. I really, I didn't wake up with the idea to create flash from Academy. I'm just going to be real with you. I created flash from Academy based off what I learned with flash film media and not having nobody I can go to, to get information from. Even when I tried to go to SCORE and other places to get mentors, they didn't have a mentor that did what I did. They tried to hook me up with a plumber or some guy that owned a photography studio back in the 70s. Like, it just didn't, nobody could help me. So I started writing down and documenting my journey, right? I'm still in that journey. I'm still I'm still working and grinding and figuring out ways to take it to the next level. Um, Flash Film Academy 
gives me a platform where I can talk about it and in helping others, it also helps me grow. Right. And in helping others, because sometimes you guys bring things to my attention that I overcame and didn't realize it was a problem. Right. I didn't realize others also had that problem. So it allows me to really look at my journey and say, okay, I, I had to overcome that. I didn't realize it was that big of a problem. I didn't realize others had that problem. I just feel like it was something that I had to do, you know, just because. Like, I'll give you an example, right? Meeting clients, I thought, like, nobody want to do business with some black guy. No, this is a problem every color has. Everybody has this problem. I may have had, it may be 10% harder because I'm a black guy. However, the white guy is still having this problem. So the way I overcame it, the way I pushed forward, the way I handled it and things that I've done, everybody can relate to. So the point is to get it out to everybody, right? Because everybody can benefit from it. My, my path may have been a little bit harder, but there's still something in it for everybody. So um, I have a list of books. If you go to Flash Film Academy and look under the gear section or link below um, in the description, there's a gear section that talks about my favorite business books. I'll be adding more to that soon. So love the shout out from Charlemagne the God. He need to have you on a breakfast club. I wish everybody go hit him up and say, have me on a breakfast club. Um, personally, when you're sending a proposal, do you itemize your pre um, pre pro DP rates, et cetera? Or do you just send one number? Sorry for off topic. Tristan Wood. That's a great question. Not really off topic. Um, Let's talk about that. You want to itemize everything, right? Itemizing things show value. Itemize everything. I don't care if I got to scout for a location. I don't care if I got to travel. I'm itemizing everything, everything. So mine is based on an hourly base rate plus hourly, and I'm itemizing things after that. You want to itemize everything. I itemize a P break if I can, because that show value. If I if I go if you go car shopping and I show you a car that just says car price twenty thousand and I give you this long scroll full of features and I tell you it's twenty five thousand you will instantly go with that long scroll just because you feel like you're getting more. There's a lot more even if they don't read everything they're like damn I'm getting all that versus just car or I'm getting all of this. I'm gonna go with all of this and it could be the same thing, same car, one's itemized one's not. Go to your dealership. That's why they put that sticker on your window. That big old sticker with all this crap on it, they do it for a reason. Because you feel like, okay, the, oh, so the, so the navigation, that's, okay, that's a thousand, okay. Technology package is 50, okay. It's, they do it for a reason, especially on big purchases. The more expensive you get, the higher your price point is, the more you itemize and the more it makes comfortable feel, clients feel comfortable. Because they can easily, instead of them saying, also, this is another thing that prevents, right? We're just posting a price People are like, no. When they see a price, it's yes or no. It's going to be 12000 yes or no. When they see an itemized list, it's, hey, can we remove this? I don't think I'm going to need that. Can I take this off? And it may not be because they don't need it. It may be because their budget isn't there. Or even if the thing is over their budget, to see why it's over their budget and to have things itemized makes them feel comfortable going over their budget. 
Think about the last time you were somewhere and you had an idea in mind for something to buy, but they gave you a list of what all came with it. And it was a little bit more than you wanted to spend. And you was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I can see that now. Let's, let's go ahead and do that. It works. It works. So you don't need a breakfast club. They need you. I agree. One day, one day I'm going to get there. How do you itemize a second shooter since they're double the rate? Basically perfect. Great question. Um, So in your base rate, right? You go to a higher base rate. We get more done. You itemize a second shooter. Sometimes I itemize just a second person in general that handles audio, right? An audio guy, a producer, Um, a second shooter is a second camera. So you itemize it by bringing in a second camera. You itemize it by offering two views, a slider, a crane, a jib, a study cam, more B-roll. You know, you itemize it by, by doing it like that for saying, hey, we can capture more B-roll in a short amount of time if we bring in a second shooter. Because a lot of times when you're working with corporate clients, time is money. They'll spend more to get it done in two hours rather than drag it out to four or five hours, right? So for instance, you know, should I get two shooters for one hour or should I get one shooter for two hours? They're going to take two shooters for one hour easily. And that's fine because my profit margins are greater because I'm not paying that shooter what I'm making. They're going to get a fraction of that, which means I get to take home more profit. It's just business. I have more than I have more and more people around the corner asking how I built my brand because they want to try to do what I'm doing. How do I handle this? Charge consultants or ignore it. You can always charge consultant. Listen, you can always charge consultant. It's if, if they're paying you to learn, if, if you're their sensei, it's going to be difficult for them to ever beat you unless they leave and go learn on their own. So, yeah, offer franchise, you know, have them pay into a marketing pool, have them pay a franchise fee and uh, and, and, you know, market it. Say, hey, man, we'll do national marketing. You pay into it and you pay a percentage. We have one website. People can come in their area and I would look into franchising. If you go on, which is now um, LinkedIn Learning, it used to be lynda.com. They have a course on franchising that's very good. Very good. So with that being said, we're going to get ready to wrap because it's an hour and 17 minutes. I wish I was your target audience. I would love to have you as a mentor. A lady in the life of Tate. What is your, uh, what is your, what is your, uh, what type of content are you creating? I need to do a consultant specifically for franchising. Excellent. Yeah. You may want to franchise. If you got a good idea and people want to do it and they don't want to reinvent the wheel, franchise it. Make money off of it because they're going to attempt to do it anyway. Pave the way and make money while you sleep. You want to so double so double the base price for. Let me get to that in a second. You want to make life easier for yourself. Story to record, Eli. You want to make it easier for yourself. And if you can, if you can grow the business in that way, and be somewhere playing golf while money's coming in, you definitely want to do it. Listen, hard work don't equal a lot of money. Grinding don't equal a lot of money. That's what they want you to think, right? That's what they tell you. It's not true. There's people on a golf course right now that's making more in one day than you make in a year, right? Hard work does not equal money. Smart work equals money. You don't see 
billionaires with their hands all dirty and they all tired looking and working because I'm a billionaire. I, no, you see them relaxed, chilling, checking their bank accounts. Smart work makes makes more money. Hard work does not. That is a myth that the middle class is fed. The lower class is fed. Hard work hard seven days a week. You got to grind. You got to. It's not true. Smart work makes wealth. Hard work makes money. You want to make wealth. You can get rich off hard work. Possibly. You can really get rich off smart work and wealthy off smart work by creating things that work for you. The goal is to get paid while you sleep. Content is a content is a way to do that. Content is the way to do that. So take advantage of it. So got to be smart. Work smarter, not harder. Quick question. When clients fill in the contact form on Flashfield Media, they're sent to HoneyBook. And then after that, you call them. Um, after that, you call them and send them proposal file or is it the other way around? Okay. So two ways it worked, right? When I was doing 100% HoneyBook, clients would fill out a form. I would receive that form. Clients would then schedule a call. When they schedule a call, they will receive a questionnaire. So that way, once I once I once they do the questionnaire, because if they don't do the questionnaire, the call they don't get to, the call doesn't it's not validated. It's not validated. They don't get the call, right? The reason is I need that information. That's my cheat sheet, right? Initially, I don't want to ask you for a lot of information because you're not invested. People are afraid to fill out a lot of information. Once they submit the name and all of this. And they and they fill out the uh, choose the date. They're invested. They're willing to fill out the next step. Then I send a questionnaire. From that questionnaire, I talk to them. After I talk to them, then I send out proposal file because I make because I, I don't want to send out a proposal and I haven't talked to you because I can't offer a solution. My proposal is for the solution, not for the filming. Technically, it is, but it ain't. I'm not there to just film it. I'm there to offer a solution. My solution is going to be on proposal file. I'm going to offer that solution because that's going to have contracts and everything. And the contracts may change or differ depending on what solution I offer you. Your solution may be drone photography. It may not be, hey, man, we need somebody to take a picture of the building. Just put your camera on a pole and blah, blah. It don't work like that. Right? We use drones. I've done a lot of indoor drone stuff, a lot of factories, indoor drones. So we provide that solution, that contract via proposal file, boom, bang, pow, hit them with a smile, and then we go from there. Once they sign that, I go back in HoneyBook, say they signed it. Then it starts the process of, uh, I go in and say what products they pick. It starts the process of setting up a shoot date. After, I'm sorry, quick quick thing. Proposal sign, invoice go out for the retainer. When I get the retainer, usually it'll ask for a shoot date because the shoot date is set in stone with the retainer and then the process continues to move forward. You said you would get back to double your base price. Okay, yes. Doubling your base price, right? Let's talk about that real quick before I go. Um, doubling your base price. When you go to, let's say, for instance, I'm charging, my base price is $1,000, right? So the way I do it, real quick, because I don't do half day, quarter day. I do hourly, right? Starting with the base price. The first hour is the most expensive hour. I'm rolling everything into that. This is what it costs me to get out of bed, period. So I may do $1,000 the first hour and then do two fifty for each additional hour. Right. That gives clients incentives to work hard, faster, smarter, whatever. That way I'm not spending. I can make eight hours worth of money without being there eight hours. So 
my base price is a thousand and then two fifty for each additional hour. You add a second shooter, my base price may go to two thousand. Or just to incentivize you, it may go to eighteen fifty. And then five hundred or four fifty each additional hour, right? Where it seems like it's cheaper to buy to have two guys shooting for a shorter time than have one guy shoot for longer. It depends on how you want to work it. The benefit to that is I'm usually paying a second shooter a day rate, right? That day rate may be two fifty a day. So however many hours we're there is just profit, which it should be. Just like when you work for Walmart, they know what it costs to pay you a day. They're trying to squeeze as much profit in as possible. So it's just it's it's the way business works, right? Because you gotta you gotta spend money on advertising. There's a lot of stuff you gotta spend money on. It's it's just business one on one. So you, that's correct. You cannot work your way to wealth. Wealth is being money is a smart man game. It's not a strong man game. Period. It's not a strong man game. It's a smart man game. Right. And that, there's no. That's why people come grinding. I got four jobs and I'm just I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I'm like, when you like to have one job that paid you the same amount of money you giving all your life away for. I would. I don't I don't I don't want to live to work. I don't want to work to live. I want to do what I enjoy doing, make a good living, and that's my life. So, all right, guys, with that being said, I'm going to get ready to wrap. It's been an hour, almost an hour and a half. Um, I'm going to ask that you to make sure that you guys, make sure you, you follow the podcast, right? We got the podcast. It's up and running. Search for Flash Film Academy content about uh podcast about content and cash you probably just gonna change the name to content and cash right make sure you rate it wherever you are make sure you get this video a thumbs up a like and um remember it's the only live this week we're not doing a second live all right so think about that um real quick real quick let me two more questions came in that's good you know i like the questions but i'm gonna stay too long um let me just ask you these two questions Rex on Max said, I needed that tie. I was concerned about how to price multiple people, like having audio guys, second shooter. Yeah, MUA. I got a special price for MUA. MUAs are a little different because their equipment has has a usage limit, right? They can only they can only bring so much makeup. So their price is a little bit different. Whereas the second shooter got a ton of memory. There's no film. Um, so MUA is usually a second se- separate price. How do you get jobs as a second shooter? How do you reach out to photographers? Um, where you are and see if they could possibly hire a second shooter. That is a great question. That is a great question. Okay. Um, let me answer that real quick. Quick. If you have HoneyBook, HoneyBook is an excellent place because HoneyBook has um, a community of photographers and videographers that are always begging for help. You can even post something, say, I'm a second shooter in this area. I'm here to help you. Thumbtack is another way I found great great opportunities to be second shooters or sometimes i'll post because i want somebody that's experienced to help me i'll post it on thumbtack those are two places to be a second shooter that's where i would go so something to think about um i'm confused around around proposals invoices estimates that's where i get lost okay really quick i'm answer that and then i'm out i gotta go okay really quick Proposal is simply an idea of what the price will be, right? 
I like to include my contracts on a proposal because not only am I telling you what you're paying for, I'm showing what you're agreeing to and let's get one signature to do it, right? Um, so that's where I'm usually, that's, that's how you want to do it. Proposals say, hey, this is the price. Contracts say these are the terms and conditions that you, uh, you know, this is the terms and conditions that you agree to. An estimate and a proposal is the same thing. Don't get confused by it. an estimate and a proposal is the same thing. Um, an estimate is an ideal price. Usually a proposal is an exact price. The contract is usually I make mine a part of the proposal. Contract is the legal information in which you're agreeing to to do business with me. You're agreeing to be on time. You're agreeing to show up with talent. You're agreeing that we can plug our, our stuff into your power and use your power. You're agreeing to these things. This is what you're agreeing to. You're agreeing not to stand me up and have my crew there ready to shoot and you're not there. Those are things that you're agreeing to. Because if you break that, then you lose your retainer, right? Because I got time is money. Me telling you, yes, I'm available on the 25th and holding that date for you could possibly lose me getting other clients. I don't want to lose out on other money because you flaked out. That's not fair to me, right? So it's going to cost you. And when clients have a financial obligation to a situation, they're more prompt to do it. If not, they will flake on you. It's easy for them to be like, I don't feel like getting up today. Let's schedule it for Monday. I don't feel like getting up on Monday. Let's do it. You know, so something to think about. Something to think about. Shazam say he bought a uh, a Blackmagic uh, Ursa Mini 4K for, for 1100 from Adorama. It says Blackmagic is amazing. Okay, um, so we have graphical templates just for the graphic portion of it at Flashroom Academy. As far as the breakdown, look into Proposal File. Proposal File will give you everything in one. We have a link to that on the page too. And the reason I like Proposal File real quick is because when you send a proposal, you know when people look at it. You know what they're looking at, what they're clicking on, what their concern is. And they're spending a lot of time on the budget page. They could have an issue with the price. They're spending a lot of time on the contract page. Maybe they see something they don't like. I've had it happen with big, big companies. Say, hey, we got to run this by our legal team. Big companies, search engine companies. Cool. No problem. Run it by your legal team. Get back with me. Hey, we need these changes made before we can move forward. I'll be like, let me run this by my legal team. See if we can, you know. So, it, you know, it happens. Sometimes it's a back and forth for businesses. And that's fine. It's supposed to be like that. That's just business. All right. With that being said, I'm going to wrap up for the day. I want to thank you guys for joining the channel, watching. Usually our lives are on Tuesday at 1 Central and Thursday at 7 p.m. Central. This Thursday, there will be no live. All right. There will be no live this particular Thursday. But I got a special way to make it up for you. Stay tuned. Also, um, HoneyBook Community. It's a HoneyBook is an actual website that you sign up for. Go to Flash from Academy, click on Gear List, and click on HoneyBook. It'll take you there, and it'll you save a bunch. I'm actually negotiating with HoneyBook to do more. So the community is on their website. It's on their website. There is no like Facebook or anything like that. You have to be a member of HoneyBook to get access because you have to create your profile to get access to their community. It's like Thumbtack, but once you paid enough HoneyBook or you're a free member, it's free. But you won't get customers. You'll get people who need help mostly. All right. Um, I wish you guys the best. Be safe. All right. Stay safe. Still quarantine. Don't go ham. All right. You all have a nice day. And I will uh, I will see you in the next video. <laughs>